Hey everybody, welcome to Monday Night Live in Lexington, you guys. My name is Katherine Kaufman, and I'm a psychic medium here in Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to my Every Monday Night Show. This is where we discover what and who we are in this journey called life. So we have had complications this week. <laughs> Majorly, my computer crashed. My webcam is not working tonight. I was able to recover the computer, the laptop, but as you can see, the picture is not the normal clarity because the Logicam webcam went out. Now, the software says it's still working, <laughs> but obviously it's not. This is the webcam on the laptop that I'm using tonight. Also, I wanted to know... Um, if you guys are hearing me and seeing me okay, but also, what kind of background are you seeing? Because on the program, it shows that it's supposed to be showing like water, like a water behind me. But what I'm seeing is just the colored brick. So tell me what you're seeing. And uh, let me know if you can hear me okay. Let's do some quick shout outs. Hey, to Cave. YGS Ryder over here on Instagram. Good to see you. And Lydia, good to see you tonight. A uh, special shout out to my Monday night buddy, Miss Joy Hall. Awesome that you are watching tonight. Good to see you. It's always good to see you on here. Let's do some shout outs over here on Facebook to Paige Denise, Jackie Brown. A big shout out to you in Las Vegas. Dana Likens Fleener, Sandra Lee Small, Pamela Downey. Big shout out to Melissa, Melissa Arthur Woosley. Oh, you're just seeing painted bricks. I think the reason why the program isn't working is because where the computer crashed and I recovered it, there are functions that aren't going to work, I guess. Um, <laughs> Robin McKenzie, good to see you. Isabella, good to see you. Uh, welcome. Glad you're here. So, no water. Well, oh, well. Hey to Regina Burris. Um, <laughs> I, at least you can hear me. That's awesome. <laughs> so, let me tell you what's in the works. I have, um, I have really put off buying a new system and new cameras and all that jazzola. And so, it looks like <laughs> I'm going to be forced to do it. But it's going to be a week or two before I can get anything. So we may have to just muddle through with this for another week until I can get things in and ordered. I, I think I know what I need to get. And it's just a matter of uh, sitting down and doing it and, you know, watching my bank account go down. <laughs> watching the old bank account go down. Uh, hey, Cindy, thank you. So, we got rid of the winter background, and we have colored bricks behind us tonight. Another thing about this evening that was, you know, I'm, I got my um, first vaccine, and I really have not been feeling very good. So, this is... That's the direct reason for this. So we may have kind of a short show this evening, but this is such an interesting topic. I really wanted to 
uh, stay on here and do this because it's such an interesting topic. And it's something that pretty well happens to all of us. All of us, I think, at one time or another, have experienced deja vu. Now, let me know in the comments, you, you guys over here on Instagram and you guys on Facebook and, and YouTube, have you ever had an episode of really uncanny deja vu that you couldn't explain? Now, we're going to do a comparison tonight of the mainstream scientific explanations, and I'm going to do those first, because then we're going to shoot holes in all that, <laughs> and we're going to look at the paranormal context, which is more interesting, and it actually, according to quantum physics, holds more water than the mainstream scientific approach, believe it or not, um, because when I first did the research for this, I was kind of impressed at how lackluster and how full of holes the mainstream scientific approach was. I expected more from this, so it's going to be interesting. Big shout out to George McKinney, Ina Thompson, and big shout out to Melissa Bagley. Thank you for the healing energy, Melissa. I will use every drop that you send me. Um, I'm sure the effects of this vaccine will wear off and I'll be fine. It just is, um, oh, it's a little tiresome at times, you know, to feel good, go in feeling good and then purposely do something to make your body feel bad. It just doesn't seem logical to me, but we have to do it. So anyway, let's talk about deja vu and Two, let me know in the comments if you guys have ever had an episode of Deja Vu and what happened. So George said he had an episode of a bad episode of Deja Vu two times a year. Does that happen like clockwork? And is it in the same location, George? Is it like it, is there the same thing happening, or is it in different places? That is um, what I need to know. And, I'll, oh, Sandra likes my sweater I have on a red sweater. Yes, I have to tell you about the sweater. So, I am a thrift shopper from way back. I rarely ever buy anything new. Rarely, rarely, rarely. And so, I got a bunch of really nice sweaters off of eBay. And this is one of my favorites. And I had, I had searched for wool sweaters. And I have to tell you this story. Bear with me before we get into deja vu. And I looked down at the button the other day, and it says, Merino Possum. Okay? Merino Possum. And I was like, Possum? And I said, hey, David, look at this. It says Possum. And he looked it up, and evidently, these are like expensive sweaters that are made out of possum hair. <laughs> I never heard of such a thing. I said, well, leave it to a Kentucky girl to get a sweater made of possum, <laughs> but it's, it is the most comfortable, soft sweater I have. It's one of my favorites, and um, I never knew that. They make sweaters out of possum hair, and I have one. It's one of my favorite ones, so, who you know, it just never ceases to amaze me what we can think of. And then, so we were laughing about it tonight when me and David got done with dinner, and I said, um, 
I wonder, do they sit around and, and like, comb these blossoms to get their hair? I could just see them all sitting around, watching TV, combing possums to get their hair. <laughs> so, Cindy says, okay, back to deja vu. Cindy says, my husband had a very strong feeling of deja vu when we were in Savannah, Georgia, especially in one particular area of the city. Here's the question, though, Cindy. Had you been to that area of the city before? Had you ever been to Savannah before or that area before? Real important. Answer me that. And uh, Amber, a big shout out to Amber Benting. Can you imagine I have on a possum sweater? That's crazy, isn't it? Shout out to Tiffany Williams Gray. She has it all the time. I've had them more when I was younger. Yes. So George says, it's hard to explain usually at home. But when it happens, I can predict everything that will happen in a three to ten minute episode, like remembering a dream. Okay. Okay. Mm. We may have to delve into that a little bit more, George. I don't know. I think something else is happening there, George. Um, so is this like a scene that's going on in your head, or are you having deja vu about... Like something you're doing in the house that causes it to happen. <laughs> Thanks for the comments on my possum sweater. I just still can't believe that it's made from possum hair. Or that they even do that. Melissa says take time to advantage of lessons. Uh, okay, so Cindy says they had never been there before. Now, that's important, Cindy. Because the scientific... The mainstream scientific approach, their theory on this is based on you not ever being there before, and I'll explain why. So, Peggy says, David needs to prepare a nice possum dinner for y'all. Yes, he does. Can you believe that? Oh, my goodness. Let me see what happens here. Oh, there's the, there it is. There is the water. I clicked the right button, you all. Oh, my gosh. Now, see, your comments are coming up. Yes, George, would please write them down, or actually message them to me, and we will figure this out, because I think there's a little bit more going on there than just deja vu, and we'll be able to figure it out if I can get some more details. So, let's see if this will work. <laughs> Okay, Rob says, had an overwhelming experience in restaurants twice. It's like I had been there and could recall everything precisely so much. Wasn't sure what was going on because it's hard to distinguish between certain gifts, clairvoyance, empathic, etc. You're right, Rob. And that can really be confusing. So, um, Angela loves my sweater. Thank you. Made from possums. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into the mainstream scientific approach. Um, so the definition of deja vu is the feeling, it's a feeling, that one has lived through the present situation before. It's a French phrase that translates literally as already seen. Okay, now, so we're going to look at the mainstream scientific approach first, and then we're going to go over the paranormal context, which I think holds more water than the mainstream scientific approach. 
Deja Vu describes the uncanny sensation that you've already experienced something even when you know you never have. That's important. Even when you know you never have. Okay. Perhaps, let me give you an example. Perhaps you're exploring a new city for the first time or, like Cindy said, exploring Savannah, Georgia. And all at once you feel as if you've walked down that exact path before, which was kind of what Cindy was saying. Let me put that up there really quick uh, so you guys can see it. Very strong feeling of deja vu when they went to Savannah and they had never been there before. It does produce sort of a, a little bit of a disorienting feeling. Okay. That's important not only for the mainstream scientific approach, but also the paranormal context. Uh, so when this happens, it produces this disorientation. And I feel like the disorientation is a reaction to the actual deja vu episode. Now, the mainstream scientific approach says that one of the reasons that this happens is people who have temporal lobe epilepsy and seizures. Okay. But, however, check this. There's no conclusive evidence of this with the people who have temporal lobe epilepsy. Now, it is so common that at least 60 to 80 percent of everybody in the population experiences this phenomena in one time or another during their lifetime. So it's relatively very common. Okay. Uh, now, Pamela says, and uh, when I was younger, my family went through Georgia and I told my parents all about the place and the bears and cages in the park. Dad found out from a lady at the restaurant back in the early 1900s they had, there had been bears and cages there. Okay, so you see that holds water for one of the explanations in the paranormal content that we're going to go over. Um, but it doesn't back up anything that the mainstream scientific approach um, professes. So the first and foremost thing that the scientific approach talks about is this the temporal lobe seizures. So that's important. Okay, I was trying to get the Instagram going here. Hey to Alyssa, Northern Gray, Ryan, and Lydia. Northern Gray wants to know where do you get a possum sweater? I got this off of eBay, but and I didn't even know it was possum. It I just was looking at the buttons and it says Merino possum on it. And then we got to look and David did some research and found out that it's a possum sweater. Go figure. <laughs> okay, so here's the other mainstream scientific approach. Um, and and th what they're saying on their scientific data is that it's, um, it's not easily studied because it's not, you can't like produce this in a controlled way and it happens so quickly that it's gone before you can actually start to study anything. So right away, they're making excuses on why they can't study it. But they're, the biggest thing that they profess is this split. It's called split perception. 
Okay, so here's what split perception is. The theory of split perception suggests that deja vu happens when you see something two different times. The first time you see something, you might take you might take it in out of the corner of your eye or you're not really paying attention or let's say you're distracted and then you see it again fully and it kind of acts as a deja vu feeling. You've really seen it twice, but you didn't know you were seeing it the first time because you were either distracted or you weren't paying attention or you weren't focusing fully. But here's the thing is when you go to a new area, like Cindy said, they had never been to Savannah before <clears throat> and you're walking into a new area, you're seeing it for the first time. So the split perception theory to me doesn't hold any water. And a lot of us experience these episodes with things that are new to us that we've never seen or experienced before. Okay, so let's see. Katie, let's go with yours. Usually have it when I'm making a new friend in the first few times we hang out. It's always a mundane activity, but it only happens with people I will eventually have a very close friendship with. That's important, Katie, because that is in direct alignment with the paranormal context that we're going to go over. <coughs> so, and we'll get to the paranormal context in just a second. Let's uh, take a look at the rest of these. This is Pamela. When I was younger, my family went through Georgia. Oh, that was the bears in the cages thing. Yeah. Um, now, Peggy, that goes with one of the three paranormal contexts. And then this one was Peggy. When I was 17, went to Europe and, of course, enjoyed everywhere we went. But in Florence, deja vu. And I'd never been there or seen pictures or films of this particular street buildings and landscapes. Okay, so, so far, the scientific explanation of the temporal lobe seizures and the split perception, to me, has already been shot down. Okay, so on that split perception, they're saying that your brain can begin forming a memory of what you see, even with limited amount of information you get from a brief incomplete glance. So you might actually take in more than you realize. I don't go for that. No, I don't go for that. I really go with the paranormal context. Minor brain circuit malfunctions. This one was just funny because the last theory that they put out here, the scientific theory that they put out here was, um, check this out. When your brain glitches, like you have a, a brain glitch, like really, that's your theory? Your brain has a glitch. Okay, now, explain that one to me. But, of course, they don't have anything to explain that, just that your, your brain glitches, so to speak, and experiences a brief electrical malfunction. No, don't believe that. Don't go with that. Uh, so, the glitch uh, makes your brain falsely perceive what's happening in the present as a memory or something that already happened. No, there's, I mean, 
they say this is scientific, but there's nothing to back this up at all. It's just a wild theory. Now, some of the paranormal, let's get into the paranormal context because I think that through quantum physics, the paranormal context fit a lot better with what deja vu actually is. So the first thing that I feel like um, deja vu can represent is like a past life recall by triggers. And so what do I mean by that? Um, whatever area or whatever is going on produces a trigger. Now, one of the, like your past lives are all, the memories and everything are all stored in the non-conscious mind. And in order to get to those memories, you have to have one of several things have, have to happen. Either you get uh, hypnosis done to pull those memories out. Anesthesia can also let those memories out or triggers. Okay. Triggers are imprinted in the consciousness and are stored in the non-conscious. And the triggers are what activate the memory in storage. And so some aspects, so I think that some aspect of an occurrence or place contains a trigger from a past life, okay, that's a key that unlocks that past life memory of a similar experience or the same experience. Just like um, Pamela Downey, uh, probably a past life from the early 1900s where she's kind of following the same thing like going to Georgia and describing the bears and cages. Like this is a past life memory that was triggered by this recent trip to Georgia. Okay. Now, see, that makes a whole lot better sense than split perception. <laughs> Special shout out to Veronica Kapoor. Thanks to, thank you for coming tonight. Good to see you. Um, okay, so that's the, the first theory on the paranormal context. Um, and of course, Peggy Thompson um, going to Europe and experiencing deja vu in Florence. Never been there, seen pictures, but past life recall was triggered by the surroundings and it extracted that feeling of deja vu because you had been there before. So, and Katie, with Katie's situation about meeting a new friend, it's not just family that reincarnates, but you know, our energy connections are what is eternal and the friendships that we develop. And so the friendships are still there after you lose your body because the energy connections are the most important. So you probably have known these people in past lives before. And that's why it's a deja vu experience for you also. Isn't this so, just so cool? Okay, so the second Paranormal cause of deja vu, paranormal context, is a time loop or a temporal loop. This is where time folds back upon itself, producing the time loop. 
And so what you're doing is re-experiencing a place in space-time more than once. Now, this is important, and, and we've, we've seen a lot of about time loops on movies and on TV, and I don't know of too much scientific type of um, things that have been investigated on this, but um, everybody is always wanting to know how to get out of a time loop. Like, if it is a time loop and you're experiencing the situation more than once, how are you exiting out of that time loop? Okay, there's a very simple answer. There's a very simple answer. Let me explain. There's a very simple answer. Let me explain. There's a very simple answer. Let me explain. <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> um, so actually, the truth of the matter is you have to change the vibration somehow of the time loop. Uh, to actually exit out of it. And so a change would be, they say, is to kill yourself in the time loop. I feel like changing something dramatic about the time loop, such as creating a trauma wave that really kicks you out of that time loop, would be how you would get out of a time loop. So let's see. <laughs> All right, Angela, let's look at yours here. I had a childhood dream the night before my family and I left for a vacation of a big two-story white farmhouse with a silo behind the house, and I knew there was a small shed house out back, and I saw it and knew to look for the shed before I could see it. That is creepy. I had been there before. I was maybe eight. Oh, I can't see the rest of that. Maybe eight. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 uh. So, because space-time is more of a location rather than a continuum, you tapped into the location before you actually got there. So, in a way, that's kind of, that might have been like astral perception, or, or you might have astral projected to the site. So pretty good. One of the two. Uh, yeah, that is weird and, and really cool. <laughs> so did y'all get about the, uh, there's a very simple answer, let me explain. <laughs> we were stuck in a time loop there for just a minute. And I had read that, I had read that while I was doing the research and, and, uh, I caught it, and I was like, oh, that's too funny. Can't, I can't resist not doing that to y'all tonight. <laughs> okay, here's the last paranormal context that it could be is a parallel dimension. So parallel dimensions, and we need to do a whole show on that, and I'll probably do that next week because we got to follow this up with that. What are parallel dimensions? How do they work? What happens? But I'm going to kind of cut to the chase on uh, explanation of a par parallel dimension. And this is really basic. But um, the in the parallel dimensions, most things are similar. Like, for example, let's say your life in a parallel dimension, everything 
will appear the same, but maybe you're married to somebody else. Or maybe you have a different job to what you do in this dimension. So everything kind of goes along the same, but there will be differences. Not major differences, but just subtle, minor differences. Although being married to a different person is probably a major difference. But um, kind of looked at look at it as a fractal. I don't know if y'all know much about fractals. I believe that there are parallel universes, George. Absolutely no. So what <clears throat> what I've been shown in many, many mediumships is that your your body of light, which you're made of light, and each DNA strand holds exactly 1,000 light photons, that the light streams off of the whole, which is you. And these light paths are like options or dimensions that are emanating from the whole, like fractals. And fractals are a never-ending pattern that's created by a repeating process over and over, like a feedback loop. And each, uh, each fractal contains a, a part of the whole. And so I feel like the parallel dimensions are sort of fractals of our original energy. And so we may be experiencing a different vibration of a different waveform at the same time that we're in this dimension because they're sort of like waves, okay? And I feel like that when we have deja vu of a parallel dimension, what's happening is those waves are crossing for a moment and we're getting a glimpse at this alternative view that gives us that feeling of of deja vu it's in that feedback loop so let's see <laughs> um angela says she's experienced deja vu many times notice it and it makes me Take, it makes me take notice. Yes, it does, because there's a very unsettling feeling when it happens. In my mind, it makes me think something important is going to happen, and usually something does, because it portents something important. I may not notice it at first, but even days later, I am like, oh, that was it. Yeah. Now, so, now that we've talked about all three things, the... Past life recall and triggers, the time or t time loop or temporal loop and parallel dimensions. Angela, which do you feel like kind of surmises your experience? So George said, Einstein and Hawkins also believe in proof of alternate or parallel universes. Yes. And one of the, the really coolest movies to watch is I think it was Jet Lee the One. That is such a cool movie. I'm probably going to make David watch that tonight with me now that we're talking about it. But that is, uh, it's, a, it's sort of Jet Lee kind of goes to all these parallel dimensions through time travel and he kills his alternate selves and kind of gains their energy. And the special effects in the movie is awesome. It's called The One. 
and it's got Jet Li in it. It's a really good movie. Jet Li, The One. Movie is The One. You gotta watch it. It's super cool. Super, super cool. Love it. Thanks for joining us, Tiana. I hope I said that right. Good to see you here. Uh, so next week, let's do parallel dimensions. Let's get into some parallel dimensions and let's dive right into that and see where that rabbit hole takes us. Now, I probably won't have the new equipment next uh, Monday, so we'll have to put up with the old stuff and hope, patch it up and hope that it works for a couple more weeks until I can get all the stuff done. But I'm going to have some really good equipment coming. You're going to love the sound and video. And um, it's going to be great. So hang tight with me. And let's dive into some parallel, parallel dimensions next week. I hope you guys have a fabulous week. Thank you so much for joining me here every Monday night. And exploring these topics with me. I really enjoy our time that we spend together. And I hope that everybody has a, a really good week. Stay positive. Stay focused. Keep on track. Keep going up. And I will see you next week. Kisses from Kentucky. And I will talk to you guys later. Thanks for joining me. Every Monday, 7 p.m. And if you are on YouTube, please hit the subscribe and the bell notifications for all the other platforms. Just hit the follow button. Good to see you guys. Bye now.